Hello everyone. I thought I would do something a little different since this is going to be a short episode and share with you my top 10 doggy movies that if you haven't seen, you really need to. There were actually quite a few for consideration that I had to give honorable mention to. Uh, some of the more frivolous contestants. Those include Secret Lives of Pets, 1 and 2, and Cats and Dogs, 1 and 2. Love them all, but I noticed that they uh, backed off of the evil kitty narrative in Cats and Dogs number 2. I generally give movies that are based on true events higher ranking, and so here goes. Coming in at number 10 is Dog Gone. Based on a true story and starring Rob Lowe, it starts out a little hokey, but it picks up and is worth a look. At number nine, who can forget Homeward Bound? A classic by anybody's estimate. Story of a mature golden retriever and a young pit bull and a devoted feline making their way home and defying the odds. At number eight, a dog's purpose. Although I don't think dogs reincarnate, the concept is beautiful. Number seven, the sequel, A Dog's Journey. I like the way it tied in together. Number six, Marley and Me. Following the life of a white lab and family through his life, and when Jennifer Aniston comes up with that line, the movie had been working towards Goodbye, bargain basement puppy. I lost it. I'm glad my mom wasn't there to see all the blubbering. Coming in at number five was Eight Below. Hey, frozen tundra, gorgeous huskies, what's not to love? Number four, Max. A special place in my heart as a vet handler who is killed in Afghanistan and his loyal to the end Malinois partner is not done serving his country and is human. Rounding out the top three are movies that a lot of people have not heard of but are all based on real events and are must-sees. Number three, Footsteps. A part-time pastor who, after losing his longtime German shepherd and a period of mourning him, adopts an extremely unlikely subsequent and is rewarded as only our loyal friends can. Number two, Saved by Ruby. Hard to believe the sequence of events weren't made in Hollywood, which is what makes the true story so endearing. And number one, for me, without any question whatsoever, is Togo. Some doggy movies work to tug at your heartstrings. This one doesn't have to. The true story of the diphtheria epidemic in Alaska in 1925. A storm of the century, making the antidote inaccessible by air. Leonard Sapala is a local legendary for his sled dogs and helps put the epic task together. He's the obvious choice because he knows the terrain and has the best dogs. And the best dog of these best dogs is Togo, who, by the way, was 12 years old at this time. Do yourself a favor and stream this movie. You'll thank me.
I know it. If anyone can think of any others of these pet flicks, I'd love to hear your input at angelsandfurcoats916 at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Angels and Fur Coats, Episode 6, Michaela and Her Alpha Males. This one is all about Michaela, but it wouldn't be complete without the guys in her life that shaped her. We called her Kayla, but her documented name was Michaela, and we couldn't get over the feeling that she got the short end of life. She broke a leg, went blind, and died at an early age. But she made a mark in our lives. When Maya passed away, we wanted a young female while Magic was still young enough to pass on his doggy knowledge to her. Kayla had such a sweet manner. We had to teach her how to play ball with toys, as she hadn't a clue. She never did retrieve or even chase a ball. About a year old, we were guessing, no one really spent time with her. She picked up the basic training easily. We have always had smart dogs, but I have to say, of all the smart dogs we've had, she was the least of all the smart dogs. Magic tried to keep her from charging the screen door by giving her heck when she did. All she got out of that was that from time to time, the older dog gave the younger dog the business for no apparent reason. She passed that lesson on to Maverick later on, and he has taken that to heart. And you guessed it, for no apparent reason that we can figure does this very same thing to any younger dog he comes in contact with. Though many may not have thought so, Kayla was a good mama doggy. More on that later. She came to adore Magic. When Magic passed away, the wife put his collar on her bedstand, wanting to have something of him close. One evening, she went to grab something on the bedstand and moved the collar, and it made Magic's familiar jingle noise. This was months after Magic had passed away. Kayla came running into the bedroom, hoping and maybe expecting him to be there. These guys love and do not forget. Kayla just seemed to be a bad luck doggy. One evening, we all went out back, and as it got dark, she ran into the back gate and broke her leg. She healed up nicely, but this was just the beginning. When we brought Maverick home, he was a nine-week-old puppy. Kayla didn't seem to have any motherly instincts at all and pretty much didn't want anything to do with him. It kind of broke our hearts. One day, as we went out into the backyard, 
Kayla barked at something. Little Maverick went over there and stood next to her and began his puppy bark, too. That look on Kayla's eyes told us she realized she had an ally. Changed everything. She was Mama Doggy from that point on. Maverick had a real magic vibe to him, so that helped. At that point, he became her puppy. She doted over him and watched and protected him. Once, when we had both dogs at the PetSmart, she thought someone had Maverick in the shopping cart and was distressed because they were taking him away. It was actually a different pup with similar markings. We had to bring Maverick over to her to let her know that no one was taking her puppy. As time passed, as fate would have it, their roles would reverse. I noticed that Kayla's eyes looked glossy. The vet told me she had panis. It's kind of a doggy glaucoma, and there is no cure. She was fine for a while, but when I noticed she could no longer catch a treat out of the air, I knew her girl was blind. At this point, Maverick was about two years old, and he became her protector. She would run out into the backyard. Maverick would run to get on one side of her and nudge her away from running into something. You can't tell me these animals don't have empathy for each other. One night while we slept, or were trying to sleep, Kayla seemed restless, overly so. She had the night before as well. I was hoping she'd settle down so I could get some sleep. I'm glad I didn't yell out to her, hey, knock it off, or settle down over there, or something like that because she got up, walked a couple steps, yelped, as though she had been stabbed. In three seconds, I was on her. Her breath was quick and shallow for a few seconds, and then she was gone. Kayla was only six years old and seemed to have some of the worst luck. At least she had us, and she had her two alpha males magic and maverick.